ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dying times here. Welcome to Bright. All right, welcome to Fright Central. I'm Kevin Dock, and I'm back here again with uh, Brandon Keck, and we are going to talk our. Top... You're going to say my full fucking name. Like, do you, do you want me to start over name? again? No, 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 no. Wait, let's <laughs> like, what, like, why don't you just give out my address? <laughs> I don't know your <laughs> you know address. I mean? like, these are the times of day I'm not going to be home. Um, you know, it's, it's like it's, wherever. It's, yeah, it's in Jersey somewhere. This I'm in Cali. Where... This is this is what we're doing. Uh, Whatever, I'm out in the middle of the fucking woods. So. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't really matter. Uh, anyway, we're going to do our top 10, or sorry, top five uh, movies and TV shows from 2020. And I also have some uh, news that uh, about projects that have been delayed again because of, you know, things that are going on. By all means, break into the news. Uh, well, first, uh, the you do you remember the Quibi um you know yes. that the you know thing how, that had like the 10 minute shows and stuff yeah they uh well you know they went they didn't go bankrupt but they shut down yeah they sh- well they had very ambitious goals i believe yeah they wanted by a certain time to have like x amount of million users and i think um the they only had like 500 people that were signed or 500,000 not 500 yeah. it's like something like 4 to 500,000 and they were projecting like 3 to 4 million like that's what their target was so yeah i think they just they sold out right like they yeah they they ended up uh, just shutting down, and then uh, they were putting everything up for bid. And then uh, Roku, the uh, I didn't yeah. know they uh, had a streaming thing going on, but they bought uh, the rights in a hundred million dollar deal. Uh, they didn't announce when they were going to start streaming it, but all the horror stuff, um, like the Fifty States of Fright, is supposed to come to Quibi, and it's all going to be free. There's going to be commercials, but it's still going to be free. So yeah, that's a that's, well, that's pretty good. That's cool. I just like I wonder, like I would think that the person like that had set up those projections is never going to work again. Like you know, I mean, like how the how did you either like overvalue or like how did you like underestimate like there like set was to have like it was something like it was it's like five or six million wasn't it yeah it i remember three. yeah it they, was like the target was like to have like five or six million users and i don't think they got the five hundred thousand. i think it was like 490 like yeah. how did you fuck up like where like you know what i mean like you didn't have deals like set up like you didn't have like clear projections from like experts on like where like ha- like that's fucking crazy they didn't I even think get, the uh well they started last thousand users <laughs> yeah like, they started last April, and I think the uh, problem was the pandemic kind of kept everyone's home, so nobody was like, because it's supposed to be you watch it like while on you're the out, go. on the yeah. go and stuff like that. So that didn't help at all. But yeah, I think they were a little over ambitious, and they spent a lot of money getting all these huge names to come in and do things, and then uh, yeah, it just well, didn't really he work. Got Kiefer Sutherland. He made that thing. It was kind of like Twenty Four, I think. Yeah, it was the Fugitive um, uh, remake. Yeah, yeah, Fugitive. I mean, I, breaking breaking 
breaking up a full-length movie into 10-minute segments, I yeah. don't know, man. I just never saw that as something, like, being realistic. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, even if I was <laughs> – I mean, I guess I could watch it when I'm driving on the interstate and, like, <laughs> there's not a lot of traffic or something. Every don't time know. you come up to a stop sign or, or a traffic light, I don't know. But, yeah. The, yeah, uh, like, I guess, like, you're in a doctor's office waiting room and you want to be able to see, like, the 10-minute, like, Mark gave it that you're fulfilled. Like yeah. you've beginning to the end of what we put out this week. Like, you know, I mean, you don't have to watch five minutes of the movie in the doctor's office, you know what I mean? And like, you know, you're fulfilled. We've yeah. given you your fix. That's your, yeah, that, I'm sorry, that never flies. I mean, I don't like waiting a week to watch a 30 minute episode or something like yeah forget waiting a week for a 10 minute episode so but roku is supposed it's to play supposed everything satisfied like I, yeah they're supposed to play it all as like one movie but like it's gonna there's gonna be commercials in there since it's free so that's much better i'll, I'll wait till that that comes out than than ever getting quibi i was never gonna get that anyway i don't care what yeah, you uh, no, threw I, my I, face <laughs> yeah i mean it's just i don't know i thought it was a pretty fucking silly idea the, the point i was just trying to bring to it and i know i'm sidebarring on this a little bit it's just like that's just insane that they were got it so wrong. Yeah, I know. I mean, it wasn't even close. Like, <laughs> who thought that that was a good fucking idea? Like, I'd really like to meet like the brain wizards that like sat down and pitched this to someone and got those investors like to say, yeah, we think this is gonna work. Like, I just I don't know. It's just yeah. fucking crazy to me to fuck up know. that bad. But uh, the first thing that we got uh, coming up is going to be the uh, Joe Bob Briggs uh, put a spell on you. Uh, or sorry, put a spell on Valentine special. It's a. Uh, oh, I thought it was going to be put a spell on you, like um, fucking. Uh, I can't remember the guy who did it, and Marilyn Manson remade the song. Yeah, yeah. I, it was fucking awesome. But uh, yeah, I thought you were going to say Joe Bob uh, Briggs. Yeah, fun. yeah. If he did a cover of that, That'd no, be he, fucking awesome. he's doing a special that's coming on the Shutter uh, on February twelfth, Friday. So right before that, I don't know what they're they're playing yet. So I'll be looking forward to that. So I like how he's doing a couple new things every uh, couple weeks i actually uh met him at a drive-in at a joe bob briggs drive-in we uh, event we went to so i got an action figure uh signed by him and shit it was pretty cool it's an action figure of him yeah yeah i'll have to uh show I, it to I, you. I didn't know he had action figures <laughs> yeah uh i'll have to show it to you but uh that's that's for another time but uh then the next thing coming up also on february 12th is the new nicholas cage willie's wonderland where it looks like he battles some uh possessed uh animatronics and it looks fucking insane it's like a five nights at freddy's <laughs> just a good like i was thinking he's just about, perfect like, for that genre like and he's perfect like for the pandemic like when i think back of like the pandemic like hopefully it will be in like my rearview mirror like at some point in my life yeah. like and i think of like the pandemic i just kind of think of like nick cage's expressionless face and that just so like made, from that to like the extreme uh expressions <laughs> yeah, just him no emotion staring into a mirror and picture that like in a fucking like on a bus like that's just what i think about yeah yeah like, it's, page, the, no expression the trailer for this looks insane and I'm, I'm excited for it i think he's been doing some great things in horror recently so 
He has been doing a lot of horror. I, yeah. I will say that he has been doing a lot. And like I said, like, you know, I didn't particularly like him in it, but like, I, I really respected Mandy. Like yeah. that was some of the most ambitious filmmaking that I've seen in a while. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So like, you know, I'm glad that I'm sure he attracted a lot of viewers to that. Yeah, Mandy was fantastic. Uh, then we've got the uh, return of uh, Walking Dead. Those bonus episodes comes the uh, 28th to AMC. Then uh, coming to HBO Max on March 26th is going to be Godzilla vs. Kong. Because I don't know if you heard that uh, HBO Max and Warner Brothers kind of announced that everything that was on the slate this year is going to come same day as uh, on HBO Max as it is in theaters. And Legendary blew up because they were like, yeah, we put up most of the money for this shit. Like, so I guess they came to an agreement yeah. and, uh, and Godzilla is going to be on HBO Max now. So I didn't know about Godzilla per se, but um, you know, you had told me about the HBO Max thing. Yeah. Um, when we were talking about like AMC tanking, oh, yeah. and you knew obviously about it before I did, but I looked into it after you had told me a little bit about it, and I don't know how the fuck did they cut that deal where they were going to be able to do that? Like yeah. that that gave them the rights to pretty much like day one anything for a limited time, right? I mean, yeah, the, everything that comes out on HBO uh, Max when it comes out at the same time in theaters only stays there for a month and then it goes to VOD. Yeah. So it's, I guess, like they can bring subscribers. I guess when you own WB, you tech, they technically own Legendary and uh, you own HBO Max, you can just do what you want with your films at that point. You know okay, yeah, so when you're, you're just going up right up to the top, like, you know, like, News Corp owns, like, Fox News, shit like that, like, once you, once you're at the very top, you just be like, well, whatever, yeah, shit's fucked up now, I'm going to change our policies yeah. to profit us, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like, the I, rules. Rules aren't the same anymore. I remember a lot of the filmmakers came out really mad about this, like uh, Denny uh, Venu, who's doing the new Dune. I know he was real mm -hmm. pissed about this. I think the I think right now, I think yeah, his. Is I've heard widespread criticism of this, but yeah. like I also know a lot of people that like it. So. Well, yeah, everyone staying home does. <laughs> but uh, I'm hoping to see Dune in theater. So that luckily that doesn't come out till like November or December. So we'll see uh, on that one. They might even push that back. I think they're, they're trying to, they really want to release that in theater. So yeah, unfortunately for us, well, I mean, or fortunately, but like where I, um, where I live, um, there are, well, there are very few movie theaters, and uh, but the ones that exist, like the AMC's, are closed indefinitely. So even if I wanted to see, go to the theater, like I don't have like the resources here. Yeah. Um, so, but uh, they're all open in LA, like movie no. theaters. Nothing's open. open. Nothing's opened out here. I was gonna say, like you know, no. they, I heard something on the news about one in ten people having the coronavirus. Oh yeah, it's it's. Man, it's the theaters are open. <laughs> but, no, there are some states. I th I heard like Illinois was opening uh, more theaters this this month or next month. I think. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you know everything's open like Arkansas. Yeah. I just was thinking like I didn't think on like you know and LA. and in other countries uh, the, where you know they handled it better and are opening things back up again 
They're, they'll be like, able to see it. Like, so, like Wuhan, the theaters, like in Wuhan. So I, I know Australia is. Uh, I think they had uh, zero cases uh, recently, and New Zealand uh, had zero cases. So there, there's oh, there are countries New doing Zealand well. I just found out about the pandemic like last week. <laughs> <laughs> no, they 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 shut down in like pockets. So instead of shutting the whole country down, it's like wherever they have cases, they'll just shut down that section. So they've been yes, doing really well. Plus know, they plus smart, they you know listening to the science and they. Like, they, they pay people to stay home and they don't, you know, give yeah. everyone the run around and make everyone suffer. But uh, yeah, anyway, yeah, exactly. uh, and the next movie after Godzilla vs. Kong coming to HBO Max is going to be the new Mortal Kombat, uh, which is going to be April 16th. I feel like that's going to be awesome or it's, it's, it's going to be, be really fucking bad. Yeah, it's going to be either really cool or really terrible. <laughs> yeah, like, I there's don't gonna be see no middle ground right there. I don't think it's going to be like, ah, moral con. Yeah, it was all right. You know, it wasn't great. It wasn't terrible. Like, I think it's going to be either great or terrible. Yeah, I think we need to uh, make sure we go in with uh, really low expectations. But uh, that'd be best. Uh, I do have a game on here, the Resident Evil Village, which they just uh, had a huge yeah, I just thing found about. Yeah, yesterday. My buddy uh, sent me a message about comes it. comes out May 7th, and it's going to be a sequel to Resident Evil 7, so it'll be the same first-person uh, perspective, but then there's also it will include a six-player... It's going to be a direct sequel to Resident Evil 7? Yeah, that's what it was saying. Uh, well, I love Resident Evil 7. I was telling you, like, you know... Yeah, I, I haven't mean, played that one yet. From- but Resident Evil is con- – because they just remade Resident Evil 3, like, I think a year ago. Like, yeah. Resident Evil does not fuck around. Like, they have content coming out. Like, Capcom, like, they – you know what I mean? They're just going to keep riding that wave. And for the most part, they put out quality shit. Like, I didn't like the remake of Resident Evil 3. The original Resident Evil 3 was my favorite of the series when, you know, it first started coming out. But uh, what you call Resident Evil 7 was awesome. The remake of Resident Evil 2 was fucking amazing. And, uh, you know, so I would have, like, I have really high expectations for Resident Evil 8. I did not know that it was a sequel to Resident Evil. So. Yeah, this is what I just looked up because I missed the whole uh, uh, announcement. And I guess they had, like, demos and stuff. But I, I missed all that. But yeah. the, they said that, that this will also include a six-player online multiplayer game. Wow, that's uh, interesting. Called uh, Reverse. It's not going to be sold separately, but the online version is going to be a third-person uh, perspective. So it's going to be, like, it's oh, like a separate cool. game than the main game. But it's not going to be sold separately. It's and it's a different... It's interesting it's going to be a sequel because, like, the last few Resident Evil games, like, took, I mean, yeah, the characters, like, they developed, but, like, it usually took place, like, in a totally different area. Like, I think Resident Evil 4 was in Spain, Resident Evil 5 was somewhere in Africa, I never played Resident Evil 6, and Resident Evil 7 was, like, in a basement in Louisiana, which doesn't even make sense because there are no basements in Louisiana. But, you know, that's on to another thing. Usually, usually like um, a lot of time, at least in the last few, they're not direct sequels. You know, yeah. Yeah, it was like, like the a- first three, I think, were all were, were direct sequels. And then it kind of yes. went separately. Resident and that looks like it's going back to like a direct. I'm sequel. not sure. Was Resident Evil 3 a sequel of Resident Evil 2? I believe so. I don't know. 
I, yeah, I can't, I can't remember. I, well, Resident Evil 4 took place like a while after that in Spain, and it was a sequel for the character development, but it wasn't like a direct sequel to like, you know, the previous installment. So, you know, obviously it's a sequel, the characters of age and stuff. Resident Evil 0, I think, was a prequel yeah. to Resident Evil 1. Yeah. Like they tried to be real clever and say Resident Evil Zero. <laughs> <laughs> so Resident Evil Negative One. <laughs> you hear what I'm saying, right? Yeah, like yeah. A lot of times it takes place on, I think, Resident Evil 7. There were, except for the DLC where Chris comes back, Resident Evil 7, I'm pretty sure, was characters that had nothing to do with any other Resident Evil game. Like Resident Evil seven was like a totally like like a totally original idea they took the series in like a different direction really liked it sorry yeah, I'll, I'll have to try that one out because I, I, I do like first person better than third might person. be on game pass right now if not it's been on sale a lot like for 20 bucks it's totally worth it and you get a yeah. free dlc expansion with that it's free dlc so totally worth the money yeah i'll have to check that out uh but then um <laughs> Uh, I have a question mark next to this one because uh, I don't know if it's gotten pushed back yet. I haven't heard anything, but it's the uh, the next Saul movie, Spiral, the one with Chris Rock. What what are they up to? Uh, I don't know because I don't. I think this kind of counts as a spin. They have been really secretive of like where this takes place in the whole Saul universe. So I and it's, they want like a really like seven feel to it so i don't know if there's still gonna be traps or it's them hunting for the serial killer so it's like less of a it looked from the trailers or from what i saw it looked like less of a uh people trying to escape traps and more of like these cops trying to hunt the uh killer aspect of it didn't the guy from the salt didn't he like die off in like the third movie or something like that he's died he's had other people that he's you know brought into his you know world to like do I traps feel like i had like a debate back in like 2012 like it was like saw five was coming out and i'm like jesus christ they're really beating that to death and he's like no man i can't wait for saw five like i'm really looking forward to it. <laughs> dude i watched i watched yeah, them all sure that was like eight or nine years ago yeah yeah i mean it's fun to just to watch it for the traps past pretty much one i guess but uh yeah, I mean, it got a little bit too gory for me. I would have rather it be more like like a survivor series of like people trying to solve like intricate puzzles and stuff. Like the stuff that is in there, it's just like a room of horror. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like just, you know, get through this room while watching pigs have sex and it was you know, like you have to do you have to reach your hand into this like huge thing of heroin needles that probably yeah. have AIDS just to get the key. It's like, yeah, yeah I'll, just, like, I'll just die. Thank you. <laughs> naked woman from freezing in this room. Like there was a thing where they had like this woman and she was like hung naked in like a meat locker and like the guy needed to free her because as soon as he walked in, they start squirting freezing water on her. So her body was going to shut down and she was like completely naked, like hung there. I don't remember which like, one that was. <laughs> I, I don't know. It was it, the guy, the guy who played the traitor in Braveheart. He was like the main character on there. He was like one of the Scottish Lord that sold out William Wallace. Like yeah. he, he, 
he was the main character. Yeah, I know I'm, you're talking about. But... You know who I'm talking about, but uh, anyway, that was the last saw I saw. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. That, was, that was it for me. But uh, let's see. Uh, uh, here's where I have the actual pushbacks. Uh, Quiet Place Two got pushed back to September 17th. Uh, Edgar Wright's new film Last Night in Soho got pushed back to October 22nd. Quiet Place Two didn't already come out. No, it was supposed to come out last oh. April. And then it got pushed to this April, well, and then it I got can, pushed again. And you, I, I know you tell, saw it. <laughs> I can tell you, like it, it's fin- it was finished. Though. Yeah. Why would it be pushed back? Because theaters are closed. Yeah. Why wouldn't it just go on to like some streaming service? Like the movie's totally complete. They could have released that like what, like eight, nine months ago? They could have released a bunch of these, but they keep pushing stuff back because they want to make the money off. I mean, you spend the money to make the movie, you might as well, you you want your returns. But why wouldn't A Quiet Place 2 like have come out like this past October? Like, you know what I mean? Like right around Halloween or something like that. I mean, if they decide they want to do it on VOD, but like, I don't know. It depends on. They've probably looked at other places. It, it depends on uh, John Krasinski because he produced and directed. Maybe he wants to release in theaters. You know, there's a lot mm-hmm. of different. You know, people you got to go through to so, like decide. No, no, I I get that. I just yeah. assumed that it was like all going to be centered around what would make them the most money. I I assume that that's how it worked. And maybe they figure playing pushing it back to playing theaters is going to make them the most money so well man then like i don't know maybe 2023 quiet place part two <laughs> cool. uh yeah so like i said edgar wright's new film uh october 22nd the uh guillermo del toro produced uh antlers which was supposed to come out last like march or april i think is now coming out october 29th uh ghostbusters which was supposed to come out last july then this july has got pushed back to november 11th um, the new Del Toro directed movie, Nightmare Alley, which actually just finished wrapping last year. So they were able to finish shooting that during the pandemic. That's coming out December 3rd. And the Sony Marvel uh, vampire movie, Morbius, uh, got pushed uh, to January 21st, 2022. So it got pushed. It's almost off. like you should list the movies that are on schedule. Like, you know what I mean? It, it, it seems like, you know, that would be like uh, the more expedient way to do it. It's just like, these are the movies that are like not affected. Like, you know, they're totally on schedule from when the studio said they were going to be released. Like, it's well, just that, crazy. that, that, that would just be a list of 2022 movies at this. And even those have been getting pushed back <laughs> because they're pushing back all these movies. So nothing's really yeah, on schedule. I mean, like, what I was saying, like, there's very, very few things on schedule. Just yeah. Like, the only th- and just assume everything else was like suspended indefinitely. The, the only thing that that would be like on schedule is the stuff that they've announced that's coming to like video on demand or straight to streaming. Like those are the only things you can guarantee right now. The, everything else is pushed of, back. How much of the stuff that's being pushed back would you say, in your opinion, based on what you've seen, is going to not come out at all? Like what? What percentage of that do you think uh, that is not going to come out at all? at all? Yeah, the project is going to have to be scrapped. Oh, I mean, everything that I know that's gotten pushed back has been filmed completely, or they they only have a few things left to film. 
so like oh, okay. i haven't heard right. yeah See, this, this is all stuff that oh all right all yeah right. this is all stuff that's complete this is all stuff I, that was supposed I, to come I, back I, like last year they were supposed oh, to, yeah. to, right. to to release yeah. these because they okay. were filmed in like 2019 i know antlers i know that that was finished and yeah. that has been pushed back a ridiculous ways and I, obviously quiet place part two i wasn't sure like for example like i think john wick whatever they're on like four or something yeah i heard had gotten pushed back a long ways but they were saying that like they had just started filming it i guess what i mean when all, everything went to hell yeah i think so, they pushed that back Sorry, they pushed that back because they were they wanted to do the Matrix uh, Four first before they did. Uh, yeah, John shit, I forgot about that. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I thought everything was very much resolved in the Matrix. I I don't know why that's whatever. We'll, oh, sorry. we'll see. Yeah, I have no idea. But no, that's all I have for all the pushback so far. Those were just announced. A lot of those were just announced like this week. So. I, those and uh, I guess everything else, as far as I know, is is on schedule. But I doubt it. We'll see how uh, well it goes with everybody, uh, you know, getting vaccinated. So and that that includes television. I didn't uh, do any of the. Uh, I didn't have any pushbacks on the television. As far okay. as I know, all the television stuff is coming out as scheduled so far. Uh, yeah. I mean, um, I know Castle Rock got canceled. Hopefully, uh, at Hulu, so hopefully something somebody picks that up. And I know Stephen King was starting work on Outsider season two. I think he had an idea or whatever for it, but um, HBO canceled that as well. And I, I believe he said that they're shopping it around. So we'll see if somebody else picks it up. Yeah. Um, what about yep. you? Didn't happen to run across any news about the uh, Fallout series that we were talking about after how the Mandalorian worked out so I great? I think they're still in pre-production on that, so they're still writing. So because there hasn't been any cast and announcements or anything like that, so there's gotcha. they're still in early uh, production on that. Um, I did also hear that uh, Paramount, you know, who uh, does the CBS All Access, they're. Um, change in cbs all access into paramount plus which is going to like include you know everything paramount owns, except for uh, i mean everything cbs I, appre I appreciate the name change because like i was when that first it was very confusing i'm like i get cbs and yeah. then i didn't realize that cbs like all access was like sort of like a separate entity from cbs i yeah. thought like sort of confusing because i remember them saying oh it's coming to cbs i'm like I have CBS. I don't have any of this fucking shit. <laughs> no. Yeah, it was a separate thing. So they're changing it to include yeah. yeah, to include Paramount and uh, all the other stuff. But it, the only thing it's not including is Showtime. Honestly, if they really wanted to compete with HBO Max and uh, and Disney, they would just include Showtime and they would call it Showtime yeah. Plus because I think Showtime's a bigger, well-known name than Paramount. I mean, I think Paramount, I only think of movies, though. I don't think of TV when I think yeah, of that's Yeah, I don't – well, I don't know. I think Paramount – well, they have the Paramount Network, which I'm assuming is a subsidiary. But of, I would still only think about the movies that they would play on yeah. Paramount. Well, Paramount, I mean, I think the name Paramount's been along a lot, a lot longer than Showtime has. Yeah, but when you think of so TV guess, and movies for streaming services, you would think more Showtime. Popularity over like the last 10 years, you've yeah. heard a lot more about Showtime yeah. than you would 
Uh, yeah. Uh, and if you yeah, want to compete against HBO Max, though, that you you could price it at the same price as HBO Max, and you if you include Showtime plus Paramount and CBS and all those, and even if you did like you know a, a free version that didn't include that, that didn't include Showtime, or you did like you know pricing uh, different pricing plans, like I think that would be your best way to compete with HBO Max right now. Paramount, Paramount Network. Sorry, you froze. We'll say that yeah. again. Um, yeah, uh, technology. Um, yeah. You, you had said, what did you say that it was um, called? What Paramount Plus is what's Paramount going to be called. Plus. I'm sorry. Par so you were saying Showtime Plus. Yeah, I don't know. That's a difficult, difficult decision. I'm assuming their marketing guys did reach and like that's obviously just what they decided to go with but um yeah i guess over like the last like decade i would say like showtime would probably be yeah uh yeah it's uh it comes out march sure. march 4th is when they're gonna release it and it's gonna include um nickelodeon comedy central mtv and bet so everything. I've been calling it Showtime Plus, or at least if they had changed the name where, like, you know, they mentioned, like, uh, Showtime in the thing. Like, it was called, like, Paramount Showtime Plus or something like that. Like, put it in the title so people are, like, fully, like, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah, don't, I don't, well, whatever. Let's see what happens. Yeah. So yeah, that's all the uh, news I have. So uh, I'm ready to get into the our top five for last year. If you are. Yeah. Um. I I don't have a top five exactly because like I thought like last year was like a pretty difficult like uh year for horror and I didn't see uh a whole lot and what I did see I really didn't like. But why don't you start off with uh because you've seen a lot more stuff in the last yeah year. i saw like 40 movies last year well you have to understand too like i went yeah. back to work this year like you know what i mean like i've been I working the like, entire time so. yeah i'm just saying, no excuses like, <laughs> i'm just saying like things have like kind of changed for me in the last year yeah like yeah, which you, has like given me a lot less time to do whatever the fuck I wanted though. You you so, had a lot lot of time went sitting in the woods. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, and I'm getting well. I'm not going to get into that. Yeah, but whatever. Um, but yeah, but, uh, so I've already I'm I'm starting to keep track of this year already, and I've already watched uh, I think 17 movies total this year, and 15 of those were uh, horror or sci-fi movies from last year i haven't watched anything new this year i think there's only been like one or two movies released so far so yeah. I'll, i'm trying to keep track so i'll have a better idea of what i've watched wait so you're saying you've only seen a couple things that were actually released in 2020 no i've seen 40 movies that were released in 2020 40 movies that were i'm saying what? i've only seen a couple this year that were released last year gotcha yeah yeah, I'm still catching up on last year. I still haven't seen everything. There's obviously some that I haven't seen that are either not available streaming or I'm not paying for VOD or I'm not that interested in seeing. There's movies like The Host, which has gotten good reviews, but I don't want to watch a horror movie. That's a Zoom call, pretty much. I've heard it was good, but I'm not interested in it, so I'm going to pass that. That. Is, that is the premise of it? Yeah. It's some, like, 
people doing a Zoom call and they're, they, uh, I think, do a seance or something and like there's weird shit starts happening. I don't know. I didn't, I'm not interested in it. I don't want to watch a, a so like paranormal activity, but instead of like it happening to like two pe a couple in their house, like it happens to people that are like having like a Zoom business conference. Yeah. <laughs> like, so somebody on the other side sees like, yo man, like it looks What's like in the background, yeah. Activity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, have you noticed that? And he's like, Yeah, it looks like you got the same thing going. So that's huh. Yeah, I heard it was good though. People people say it was really good. It was surprising, but I'm like, Yeah, that that's nice. Like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just like this. Yeah. But yeah, there's a there's uh, at least another uh, I I'm still going through my list. I think I have about um 20 may no actually i have less than that um that are available i have one two three like yeah like 12 left um that are are available in streaming but then there i have another like 15 that aren't available in streaming that i have on my list and then i keep finding new ones all the time so i mean i'm never going to be able to see everything but <laughs> i've come to that conclusion but uh i did have i did have a top 10 but i broke it down to like five so uh, do you want to start with TV or movies first? Well, let's start with movies. Let me just, you know, like I said, I only have a couple. Um, and I would say, like I said, this tough year. Um, I think my number one would be The Hunt. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, and I, I also kind of hated it, too. Um, <laughs> very, very tough for me. Um, but that would be, for me, that was probably my favorite horror film of 2020. Yeah, The Hunt. Yeah, when you told me about your top two, I was like, wait, didn't you hate those movies? <laughs> like, I did. Well, oh, no, we did. you did enjoy The Hunt. I remember you saying that. So. Yeah, well, we talked a little bit about it in the podcast, and I was sort of anti-talking about it because, like, I thought it was, like, more – it was so politically charged, and, like, I don't know. Like, I didn't want to get into um, – like, the horror is sort of a metaphor for, like, you know, it to just be, like, real, like, liberal – like you know liberal versus conservative like i just i don't know like i didn't I, I didn't feel of it as like a you know conventional horror movie i you know it was just very political and i didn't want to talk about politics on the podcast yeah i, I mean so yeah. that's why i was like sort of like against it but yeah i hated it but that was like my favorite horror movie of 2020 uh, my favorite I've talked about before, and I'll continue to talk about it. It's got to be Color Out of Space with uh, Nick Cage. Uh, Missed H it, you know. HP Lovecraft. Really it's on Shutter right now. You can go. You can go watch it right now if you have Shutter or AMC Plus. You can go uh, watch it. Uh, I highly recommend it. I made sure that everything I picked is either available on a streaming service or is about to be shortly. So. I, I hooked you up so you'll be wait, able to watch so all these you, movies wait did you leave stuff out that were not available like was that like a criteria no in order to be on your top picks like no it had i have i have other ones that are in my top five but these are still my favorite i think i think these would still make my my five you know yeah. what i mean okay. uh so yeah color out of space was definitely my favorite of uh of 2020 and uh, I know I know a lot of other people like that too. I think you should just, check it out. Just a quick synopsis. I know the only thing I really know 
it's Nick Cage. Nick Cage and oh, he, and uh, he's got like a farm where he's like raising llamas or something. Alpaca, right? alpacas. Alpaca, yeah, 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 yeah. That's uh, but, and a meteorite hit. Sorry, yeah, I do yeah. know the premise. Yeah, and the meteor, I guess, contains like some kind of like alien presence like alien technology or an alien spirit or something that kind of takes over the land and weird shit starts growing and there's like a sort of like demonic forces about of an alien nature all right so i know the premise of it it's yeah, I'm, gonna yeah. Check out. I'm i missed that one it's definitely uh, but but he's not raising alpacas for the uh you know to for the fur or you know not the fur but you know their wool He's raising yeah. them for the for the meat. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, thinks it's gonna be. He thinks it's gonna be a huge thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it reminds me of like the um. There was an episode of uh, Tales from the Crypt that had uh, Judd Nelson and uh, who used to be Superman. Oh Reed. God. The, oh, Christopher the, Reeve? I yeah, thought you were going to say, yeah. uh, say Dean Kane <laughs> for some reason. Yeah, they, no, no. <laughs> no, it's not. It, it was not. But yeah, they opened up a, a shop and like they had this thing where it, they were going to serve like nothing but. Ah, uh, fuck. I can't remember. What, whatever. If it Some comes weird uh, meat, right? Or, yeah. Like they decided to serve like, oh, it was squid. Oh, they okay. served, they thought squid was going to be like like it was going to take over steak. Yeah. Like all so all they were serving was squid and like ends up where like they're about to go under and uh Jude Nasson, um he like kills a guy and they start serving human flesh under the pretense of like a special steak and uh, actually it doesn't really have a lot to do with that i don't know just maybe i'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. getting older my mind wanders yeah you know? yeah I uh another one that i have on my list uh which came out early like a lot of these came out like i actually saw these in theater because they happened before the pandemic so i guess they might have stuck with me a little bit more because i got to see them in theaters but um yeah. i really liked underwater uh it's available on hbo max now uh the the christian stewart in the um the oceanic uh deep sea drilling company that you know the disaster happens and then they got to yeah. make their way out and then there's other creatures and stuff i thought the creature effects the tension was, everything it, was really wasn't good. it like based on the uh like, like it was supposed to be like based on like what happened in the gulf no it's not based on anything really it's it's just a uh you know it's got oh a, i thought it was based on like what happened with the bp oil spill but then they put a spin on it where like they open up like um like a portal like to another dimension no there's like, not it's not a creature like a tulu doesn't it's a deep sea yeah there's a deep sea monster but it's not like from another portal or anything it's just oh, you know, right. something that's been awakened that's been down there the whole time i had seen like some of the trailer and like i thought like they like dug their way into like some like mysterious realm where like you know no. like a creature comes through like you know from another dimension or something i, th I think you're thinking of a pacific rim maybe i yeah. don't know well south park also had an episode where they were doing the bp oil thing That's and they true. did uh, cthulhu comes out yeah yeah, yeah. all hail cthulhu yeah so yeah maybe that's what it yeah, was you're just so. mixing mixing uh things together but yeah i, I thought, seen like some of a trailer and that's what i thought like yeah. i knew there was a creature and shit 
you should check it out, man. I thought that, I thought it kept the tension up pretty well, and it starts off like within the first like two three minutes, and then it's yeah. just constantly go through. Yeah, and, uh, I, I have I have it on my list. Like you know that, and yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. That that and everything else, right? <laughs> well, that and uh, the Invisible Man are yes. the next two on my list. Now, was that one of your favorites? Uh, I did really enjoy it. It did not, it did not make my top five, though. On just a note, Screen but, Rant gave it their top spot yeah. on their top 15. So, I mean, I thought that was like, yeah, I, I definitely want to catch that. Um, you know, um, yeah, I... Oh, you haven't I, seen that yet? No, I no, started okay. watching it with... Um, I start watching it with the girls, but I fell asleep within the first five minutes. And when, not because the movie was bad, it was just like late at night. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, uh, everybody else stayed up and watched it. And I heard, I, I heard good things about it. Um, I just never got around to it. So that and Underwater are next on my list. Uh, another one that should be on your list should be uh, VFW, which is on Shutter right now. I have it. I, I have it. Like I, I have it on the computer. Yeah. I just haven't, I, I just haven't watched it yet. Yeah. So the Stephen Lang, William Sadler, Fred Williamson and Martin Cove. And it's a group of uh, old war veterans put their lives on the line to defend a young woman taking shelter at their local VFW post. Who's on the run from a deranged drug dealer and the re uh, relentless army of drug adult punks. I like uh, the sound of that. Yeah. It's, it's very like, it's got a very 80s uh, throwback style, like Assault on Precinct 13. You had told me to get on that like yeah. months. Oh, yeah. Like you had specifically texted me, have you seen VFW? Like, I think that was the text. Like, yeah. have you seen VFW? I said no. And you sent back, get on Get that. on it, yeah. And, and you I still just, have it going. <laughs> I, I have it. I have it physically on my computer. It's queued to watch and VLC. I just have not. I haven't watched anything in like... I haven't watched any any film or television in probably like the last three weeks. So, uh, oh wait, no, that's not true. I watched The Mandalorian, so that was I, I did watch that. You had told me to watch it. I watched that, but that's not in our that Mandalorian is not really in the purview of like it's sci-fi, sci but not it's not that like gritty sci-fi where like there's like intent. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. The second, I was it the second or third episode of uh, Mandalorian had the giant ice spiders. That was kind of horror. That was yeah, I, but it's not but like yeah, Star it's Wars not. is not like we wouldn't discuss the new Star no. Wars. Got, thank fucking God we wouldn't. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I and that's I think not. I think enough people talk about Mandalorian. We don't need to. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I agreed. But uh, yeah, then uh, one I watched uh, this year what, what, that came out in 2020 was uh, the son of Cronenberg, you know, uh, Brandon Cronenberg. Yeah, his, uh, his, uh, 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 yeah, I'm aware. Yeah, his new movie, uh, Possessor, uh, that made my list. Uh, I do have questions about the end that I would have to discuss with uh, you. I don't want to spoil anything. But uh, it was it was good. It follows a uh, agent who works for a secret organization that uses brain implant technology to inhabit other people's bodies, ultimately driving them to commit assassinations for high paying clients. Oh, so it's sort of like this show, Hannah. I watched that this year. That's again, I mean, it's sci-fi, but it's not really something we were taught. It sounds it sound, 
it reminds me of like what they did to the female assassin chicks and Hannah. Like they were trying to build them to like so that they could control them and like they could make them kill and like you know it's like a switch that they would turn on or something. Oh, like. but this this one's more of a this person goes into a machine and then they like use the brain implant in this uh person to like take oh, over to take okay, over their so body they were able to completely take over them oh yeah, yeah. all right yeah it, that, that's a little bit more intense than what they did in hannah yeah and hannah was more of like a brainwashing thing and yeah, yeah so they used this chip to like basically like go into their mind um yeah. and, take full control of them they were like able to see through their eyes and yeah stuff. they have full control over their body and then they commit the murder then they get them to like uh kill themselves or like you know uh suicide by cop or something like that yeah yeah so yeah oh, wow yeah that's so it's, fucking intense. it's I, very I very that. interesting and re like i'm really digging uh, i saw his first uh film anti-viral before this and i'm really liking the uh it's very old school like cronenberg like he's got i think he's got a bright future ahead of him so. i wish I, I could do i wish i could like go into somebody's like you know body take full control i would have like half the senate resign that'd be <laughs> awesome <laughs> I thought you were gonna say I wish I could just be David Cronenberg's son. <laughs> no, no, no. I just have like I'd have half the Senate resign. Or, or um, shit, if Cronenberg would be my uncle, that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, not, not. That's not where I was going with that. Um, the other film. This was the most anticipated horror movie for me of 2020 and that was antebellum but i have on this cast like publicly denounced it yeah i think that one was it. really interesting because of the trailer and it made yeah, it really it, it was made, my most anticipated yeah. horror film yeah it made it really anticipating because of and the trailer, i like that yeah Go and ahead. i heard that malone girl was in it who i really like a lot Jenna Malone, yeah. Yeah, like, so, like, I really wanted to see it, like, because of her, too, and, um, wow, yeah, it, it didn't work. I'm not, I've already talked about in this yeah. cast, so I'm not going to get into why I disliked it, but, um, I guess that's sort of my lack of vision, but I thought I, I would mention it because it was by far, like, I was really, really stoked for that film. And, uh, you know, so that's, but yeah, I haven't seen that much. So that was the only other thing I had on. Everything else was like wish list type stuff. Yeah. Um, well, Possessor is going to be on Hulu uh, February 1st. So you'll be able to watch that. Uh, hopefully what? it's the uncut version, Possessor. Hopefully it's the uncut oh, okay. version because I hear that's the version you need to watch. I'm not even sure I watched the uncut version. I think I did, but I, I got it off of uh, Amazon uh, for, because it was like $1.99 to rent, but I don't know if it was the uncut version. It looked like it was, but uh, I, I don't know. Hopefully it's the uncut version on Hulu. It's, sometimes I like to look up before I decide which version I'm going to watch first because sometimes there's people that say like, you know, watch the original theatrical version. Like don't go for like the special edition. Yeah, I've heard that too, but this is what Cronenberg you know, wanted. I, mean, I always go for whatever the director wants me to see. So yeah, that's what I prefer. Like, I love Das Boot. You know, it's a very, very intense psychological submarine movie about like, you know, uh, constraints and, you know, cla um, claustrophobia and you have a depth charge. But There's like, like 10 different the, cuts. <laughs> the, the, the one I have, which is apparently the most ultimate, is like five hours. And oh, that's like, it? 
Uh, yeah, it's like five hours. I thought you like, had like the seven hour cut or whatever. No, I was. I think that I think the actual length of the movie is like three hours and ten minutes. Like the first thing. And, yeah. But like, if somebody were to ask me about that, I would say watch like the theatrical version first, and then you know if you like, yeah. you know what I mean. Like then, but, if you're really into it, then check out the five hour. Yeah, I would never start. I don't think what you were hour. talking about was like someone adding two hours. No, on. this was just like you know more gore to the yeah. uh, to possessors, not necessarily like some people think the gore takes version. away from takes away from the actual yeah. horror and takes away from the story. Some but people don't like this horror. movie. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know when i when i watch horror i'm a big fan of gore so that's that's those are my two favorite things are tension and gore if so i'm not a real big gore i mean look i mean i like you know uh i appreciate it like you know i mean dead alive like yeah. can you imagine like trying to watch like a sense censored version <laughs> um you know so like the, for certain movies that like base it around the gore and if the gore is like sort of funny also like evil dead you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. a lot of evil dead like the gore was so great because it was like funny and um so yeah i'm not a real big gore fan in like i said there's some, certain movies that incorporate the gore really well yeah and I, I oh yeah respect that but like I'm i not agree it shouldn't be centered around gore yeah like yeah. no but yeah you shouldn't you shouldn't have to cut because of uh gore but De yeah I think dead alive though, dead alive like there there are there's certain well dead alive is just fucking disgusting yeah that's what they you know and it I mean? is like a horror comedy as well it's yeah. not a straight up horror so you're allowed oh, to go in I, horror comedies you're allowed a documentary to go that took place <laughs> I thought it was a documentary. It took place in real time. You mean that non non uh narrative non documentary about New Zealand <laughs> creatures? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, the next one I have on my list. Uh, I heard a lot of people had liked this one as well. It was uh, straight to Netflix. It was from Spain. Uh, the platform. Uh, I don't know. If I, you've heard I about haven't this. heard of that at all. Uh, yeah, it's basically uh, a, a vertical prison system where there's two people per level. And they, uh, this platform moves from the top level down, and it has enough to feed everybody on it if everyone were to take their share. But clearly, it doesn't happen that way. And the as the platform goes down, you know, less and less food happens till it gets to the the, the bottom, and then they're. Are they like, are they aware that as long as everybody does their own stuff, they could all survive? Or are they? Aware, some people have figured that because. Yes, because every I think every month uh, they switch levels. So they like if you were on like a bottom level, you would get a higher level. So like they 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 figure out that they would have enough, but people most people don't give a shit. They're like, oh, I'm at a higher level. I don't know how long I'll be here, so I'm just gonna gorge on food because then yeah. I might I might not have any for the next thirty days. So yeah, it was it was very interesting. I kind of I kind of really like that movie. So yeah, it sounds like it, sort of like the uh, distribution of wealth in a way. Yeah, that's basically what I, it was. I, I, I don't know of, if that's what they were going for. It was, but... It's a lot of that. It's a lot of distribution. Yeah, yeah but yeah, it's well, that, definitely something uh, worth checking out. That's that interesting. Trust, that I enjoyed. Uh, another one that I just saw recently was uh, the Beach House on Shutter. It had a very Lovecraftian vibe to it as well. It's about a. Uh, a couple who go to um, his father's cabin by the beach and uh, they run into like uh, one of his father's friends 
that also was going there that they didn't know each other was going to be there. So they're kind of an un unexpected guest. And then like, then something, there's like an environmental uh, kind of disaster or something happening uh, almost at, like at the same time. And it's, it, it's good. That's all I can really say. It, it was kind of a mix of like the, the mist and the fog, you know, but without, without like, like the mist meets the fog and there's like yeah. a battle of creatures like the creatures from the, the mist and then the, the fog creatures they fight each other <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of a mix of the fog creatures and the mist creatures there isn't yeah. really like these giant other dimensional you know creatures but there are you know something's happening to to people who are who have been infected and it, it yeah. was it was good like i wasn't like i wasn't really expecting uh that to happen you know what i mean like it was like okay this starts out kind of basic okay it's these people at this beach okay these the this other couple is a little weird what's going to happen and then like it just kind of goes like more and more bizarre and like this this kind of fog kind of rolls in and yeah it gets it was good i really enjoyed it that one's on shutter now too so yeah that that, that sounds pretty interesting god damn do you get alerts for these uh i mean i kind of constantly look for for shit i mean i follow like fangoria bloody disgusting dread central i follow all the horror sites so whenever they're like hey there's research. a new and shuttle yeah i look at right? oh yeah. yeah i'm like all right and then, then then when they release their like top movies you know their favorite ones of like the different writers that that work for these companies when they release their favorite movies i'm like all right like that was your favorite i'm gonna check it out that's that's almost kind of the best way to do are it you, are instead you of trying to go through of any kind of do you know of any application that actually will give you like can you like that you could set to a particular because i tried to do this with tv time and it it, it just really does like you can discover and it'll take your viewing history and give you you know shows based on your viewing history but like you can't really do it with genre and i was just thinking like it would be I think I would be able to see more content or at least like have an idea of what I should be watching. Um, if I had like something that would like kind of like alert me to like upcoming shit and I, I haven't been able to find that. I mean, I can just text you when upcoming shit. <laughs> I could be your app. <laughs> yeah. But I, I was asking if you knew of anything like that. You obviously don't. No, no I just, that's a, that would be a good idea for an app a lot better than that fucking quibby crap or whatever the yeah. fuck it was yeah i mean I, yeah, i'm constantly following horror news so i'm constantly hearing about new shit coming out and like and i watch trailers i have a huge list that i'm never going to get through but it's like i'm starting to go through by the highest imdb ranking i'm like all right most people like this movie let me watch this one and then i work my way down even if i like a trailer for one that doesn't uh it doesn't get as good ratings because i can't be i mean obviously with like movies like antebellum you can't really base shit on trailers because that's not that's yeah. never a good idea yeah. <laughs> yeah so that's my uh that's well, my just, list for on, uh, PB, on pbs the other night they said that one of the um one of the uh most noble phrases of 2020 is what are you watching 
you know, because obviously more people are consuming like, like television media now than they ever have in like their existence. So I think it would be advantageous if somebody made like um, an application that would, you know, kind of give people, it'd be really cool if you could do it by genre. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you can, uh, uh, it's just something that came to mind. Like I said, my mind wanders, but uh, television wise uh, was a little bit better for me. I would say, um, and I had forgotten about dark, but, for television in 2020, I think um, it's hard for me to say what my absolute favorite was. I didn't – out of the list, I think The Outsider has to be my number one. Yeah, Outsider was definitely my favorite as well. That yeah. was It was just so fantastic. It, yeah, I wasn't I, – I was juggling it. I, I think it was the clear victor. Yeah. Uh, for me, a close second would be Lovecraft Country. I know you didn't finish it uh, and get through it, but I, I really liked it. I watched it twice, and I would watch it again. <laughs> so, yeah. well, I didn't finish that because it was an intentional. It was yeah. intentional. I couldn't get through it. Yeah, um, it wasn't like I just like decided to like start watching it, and then like I just never got around to it. You know what I mean? It was a conscious decision. I just want to be clear on that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've watched the first season, I read the book, and then I watched the, uh, the first season again, and hopefully it gets a second, maybe, or maybe not. It could be completely fine if it didn't get a second season. I'd be all right with that. The other one the other one that um, I liked that you didn't like that much was Raised by Wolves. Yeah, that would not make my list. Yeah, see, I, yeah. I thought Raised by – well, now, look, I, Raised by Wolves, you have to understand – the last three episodes just went off the fucking rails. (laughs) Um, If it was not for the last three episodes of that, and it was just the first six, six and a half episodes, would that make your list then? Because I thought like the first six episodes were some of the best sci-fi I've seen in a long time, like classic Ridley Scott. Like, yeah, it was you, definitely very Ridley Scottish, but I mean, would that make your would that make your list if like it didn't have like the horde direction they decided to go? Uh, I, I'm still not clear as to why they did that. I heard rumors about the pandemic, you know, but that could be that could, that was only a rumor. Like I don't know yeah. that for certain that they were in lockdown restrictions. Like I don't I don't know that. But m- my question remains, like if it was just for the first six or seven episodes, would that make your list or you just really didn't like it very much? Um, maybe it might, I don't know. Yeah. But okay. Uh, yeah. I, I'm going to give you a maybe on that. Yeah. For, for me, for me, it was really, it was really, it was really clear. I mean, I think that like the first seven episodes, like outshine the shit that the last three brought yeah so um you know i i really enjoyed that and that would probably i mean that yeah that's definitely my top uh, television even though haunted of blind manor didn't make my list i would put that above race by wolves yeah yeah so gotcha um yeah i mean i would put there's a nod i mean i liked i enjoyed hellstrom i enjoyed lock and key uh 
those were both interesting. No, I have Lock and Key. I haven't. I just have not watched Lock and Key. Um, yeah. uh, Lock and Key is like, but like a lot when I when I talk to people about that, and like at least my understanding of like you know what critics said was that it was a very sort of like average show. Like it yeah. wasn't like terrible, but wasn't very good. Uh, I hear it's not, it wasn't as good as the comics from what I understand. I haven't read the comic, but uh, it's, yeah. it is very like young adult horror, but like, I kind of enjoyed like the, uh, the, the worlds it was in uh, and the different keys and what they do and stuff. So yeah. I thought that was very interesting. So I, I look forward to a second season anyway. Yeah. So, well, you had already mentioned it. So I'll just say, um, you know, uh, the haunting of Bly Manor uh, yeah. um, was definitely one of. I'm saying in in the genre, in the year 2020, it makes my list. It would not at any other like in any other like normal times. Like I do not think that it would have made my list. But there were things I really liked about it. Yeah. Um, you know, there. I mean, I thought. I also thought like I thought the first few episodes were pretty fucking good, and then it just kind of like went to shit. Like right after the. I think it was called like Altar of the uh, Altar of the Dead or something like that was the name of the episode. Like I thought that we, I think we actually talked about that very episode when we uh, talked about Hill House and Bly Manor, and I think we both said that was like a really good. So I the, it was more a tale of two halves for me. Yeah, like yeah. first and fell apart. But yeah, in any other like normal year where you know things weren't like disrupted so much and there wasn't like the kind of chaos we had, I don't think Blind Manor would have made my list. Yeah, but yeah. you know, it, it, it did this year. Yeah, uh, what we do in the shadow season two made my list as well. That continues to be great. I don't know if you've started watching that yet. Um, I have not. Oh man, uh, you've seen the movie though, right? What we do in shadows. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, if you like the movie, I think it, I think you'll really dig the show. So yeah, I mean it's it, it's been a little bit, but I do remember liking the movie. Like you know, I mean, uh, but yeah, I mean that that's yeah, that's that's on my list. I, I I'm aware of it. It's definitely something I plan to watch. Where where would that where does that rank on your list? Did you do did you just do a list of like you know your top five in any order, or have you been doing it in order from like what you like the most to least, or are they all? Uh, no, I would do um, most to least. I did uh, Outsider, Lovecraft Country, What We Do in Shadows. That would be my number three. Uh, Dark was my number four. Season Dark, three. your number four. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm on I'm on par with that. Like, I didn't like Dark season four as much as you mean three. Yeah, there's a four. Yeah. Look <laughs> a few. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like Dark season. I like Dark season three a little bit more than I like Dark season two. But I still thought the first season was the best. Oh, absolutely. But I think that you had... I kind of don't remember a lot. Um, I think that show as a whole, like, it, it just really... Yeah. Well, that's how it's supposed yeah. to be viewed. Yeah. That's how it's supposed to be viewed. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, that's one of those ones where, like, if somebody had said to me, like, right after the first two seasons, like, right as season three was coming out, and they said, should I watch that show? I would be like, yes but you should wait like a month yeah. for the third season to end and then try to binge watch it as much as possible because that will, you know, be, you know, you'll have an advantage that way. You know what I mean? You need to have shit 
fresh on your mind yeah. as you go into the next episode. You know what I mean? And also, uh, Dark Season 3 was pretty good because it gave me a whole new idea of how to deal with rain. You know? Explain. It gave me a whole... Oh, about just going out and because not, never rocking an umbrella. It like it was raining a lot in Dark Season. Like, I, I mean, it seemed like it was raining hard and the characters that are in this like brutal constant downpour seem to be like totally unfazed by it except I, for the one guy with the yellow jacket yeah. he's the only one prepared everyone else is just like yeah it's raining what? i don't know if you remember but i sent a i actually went on reddit to see if anybody else felt this way and there was a whole thread about it oh yeah we talked about and that I remember someone, dark season three, yeah but... someone else was like yeah. i think their quote was like is this just how they deal with rain in germany <laughs> 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 like i i thought that was great but um yeah so dark season three is definitely up there uh then the last thing i got on here i um i watched it recently it's um it's truth seekers the new uh simon peg nick frost it's like a um kind of a poltergeisty comedy you know, it's got uh, it's got Malcolm McDowell in it. It's got Nick Frost. It's got Simon Pegg, and 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 Nick Frost is the main character. He plays like this uh, guy who works for a, like an internet company who's like installing five G or whatever, and they're like getting a hundred percent in this area. Then like, kind of, and but he on the side, his side job, he also does like paranormal investigation stuff. And it yeah. was it was pretty funny, uh, and I enjoyed it. I think Malcolm McDowell was was, was pretty Malcolm funny. McDowell. He just will not die as an actor. <laughs> That's good. Like I, I love he him. Just I mean, the, he was in a he played the devil in a show. Uh, I the, no, it was a movie. I was thinking it was a television show. He played the devil, and he um had a band that was like you know a band of nobodies. And he like, you know, had the band sign their soul over to him and they became huge afterwards. But like, you know, they, he would also have them do like real evil shit. Yeah. Like at like he made like he made the band like a band of chaos where like the fans would like kill each other in the like it, it had Sam from Game of Thrones in it. He was like their manager. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't but, remember. Yeah, I, that was the last yeah. thing I saw Malcolm McDowell in and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. it was horror so. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, yeah he was the devil it was kind of cool yeah uh, I, I think i've seen that one as well i just can't remember the name of it oh but, you, uh, you you know the movie i'm uh, talking I, I, about? it sounds it sounds vaguely familiar yeah uh, but, and, and at the end they like they list a bunch of quotes from different artists like uh like lenny kravis and carlos santana where they were like like talking about how like one of them talks about how like when they when he goes on stage like he meditates and goes to like the the like the macro verse and shit like it, like it sounded very Stephen Kingish yeah. you know and like yeah they tried to like say like you know, I don't know. It, it was it was interesting but it, fucking absolute raging sidebar sorry yeah oh oh you know who I would give my uh, best actor award to this this past year even though uh the movie did not make my list would be vince vaughn and freaky 
like even though i didn't think the movie was did anything new with like the body swapping because it's like a body swapping serial killer uh and if it's Vaughn body swaps with like this teenage girl like this high schooler i thought he was fantastic in it and, and i thought he was really funny but i didn't think the movie really did anything you know new and exciting but Vince you know, Vaughn, after, Vince Vaughn true was great. Two, after true detective season two there was a thing on imdb or no it wasn't imdb but it was like screen rant or like one of the one of the it, it was a respect to public they had said that like they thought his career might be over yeah yeah I, he just didn't really fit that role like yeah, he's he's definitely yeah, fits the comedy a lot think, better. So I didn't think he was so bad in that movie that his career. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, I didn't think that either. Like, but like I had heard that like they were like you know Vince Vaughn's not getting work anymore, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> because like him like old school and stuff like yeah, I mean he's an actor that's made for comedy. He just yeah. I don't. I don't know what it is, typecasting or whatever, but you just, I don't see him as like a, in a drama role. You know? Yeah, I mean, he did that one where he was in, uh, he he played, he's like a prisoner. I thought that was pretty good. He had his head shaved. Yeah. I forget what that was called, but that was good. I think was a he serious role. played a serial killer in the uh, movie too. Yeah, yeah, he's done some serious roles now that I think about it that yeah. I really enjoyed. It was just that one, he just didn't fit that role, I think, for yeah, somebody, yeah, some, somebody really fucked up in cast. Yeah. That was ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I think they fucked up in writing that season as well. So. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, it's fucking nuts. But, um, yeah, so I guess that's that's pretty much like the best and worst uh, or well, well i guess best. we didn't really do for me worst. it was like the worst yours, yeah. yours was your 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 best and worst what can i say i'm fucking i'm i don't know i'm grim um i don't know yeah um, i don't do um, anything else after work but come home and either play video games or uh, watch movies and tv series like yeah. I, I finished season two of um Oh God, I don't even remember the name of it now. You know the uh, the one that was on Showtime that got canceled that we had just talked about. There's a lot of stuff that's gotten canceled. Oh, um, just a quick note: Babylon Berlin. I would say uh, season three. It's not the final season. Um, but Babylon Berlin season three, it came out, I believe in the U S it came out in February of 2020. Okay. I think in Germany, it may have come out in December of 2019, but in the U S or maybe it was like the first, I know it came out in the U S like a month or two later than it okay. came out, but it came out on Netflix in February of 2020. I would say that would probably one of the better things i've seen i really liked that show i thought that seasons one and two were better but it's just so surreal like it's just fucking i don't know it's it, it's really really cool because you wouldn't think like a detective noir horror um I, I don't know. It was, it was very it, it was it was very good. I'll have to uh, check that out. Uh, oh, it was, it was uh, Penny Dreadful. Is the I finished the second season of that. I have one more season, and then I have the the new one. 
with Natalie Dormer. I still have oh, yeah, we should, two seasons of that. Yeah, we should probably talk about that. Um, when oh, and, and if you're listening to this and you're wondering why we haven't talked about The Stand yet, it's because we both thought it was going to be aired all at once, but they've been doing week to week. So yeah. we will be talking about that once it finishes airing and we'll, we'll watch it. Yeah, we'll I haven't Yeah, it. I haven't even started it yet because Neither I also it. thought it was all coming out at once. Yeah. I figured we would have already done it, and then I was like, wait, this is week by week? I'll wait till it's over. Yeah, so. I think there's another three episodes. Left. Yeah, I think there's a couple more, yeah. Um, uh, there's a, f- a few that I'm looking forward to. Actually, uh, one that's already available, I think, on Netflix right now uh, that came out in December last year. It's called Sweet Home. It's from Korea. It's about uh, humans ter- turn into savage monsters, one troubled teenager and his neighbors fight to survive and to hold on to their humanity. And that's been getting a lot of good reviews. It's got a 7.4 on IMDb and 80% Rotten Tomatoes right now. So I've heard good things about it. I've seen the trailer once or twice when it popped up and I'll have to check that out. But, uh, and then the other one uh, I believe is on HBO Max right now. It's called 30 Coins. And uh, I believe it was a Brazilian show, if I'm correct. It's in Spanish, I know. Oh no, it's in Spain. Uh, it's about this uh, exorcist uh, boxer and ex-convict exiled to a remote town in Spain enlists the help of a mayor and a veterinarian when a series of paranormal phenomenon begins to occur. And that's been getting good reviews, too. It's on HBO now. I mean, sorry, HBO Max. Uh, it's got a 7.2 and an 88% Rotten Tomatoes. So those are two uh, shows that I'm uh, looking forward to watching soon. So Strange. Um, I don't know. There's a strange contrast between internet movie database and rotten tomatoes isn't there like i've seen like shit that's like gotten great reviews on imdb but like was kind of shit on rotten tomatoes and i've watched shit that like was considered to be pure gold based yeah. on tomatoes and shit on imdb yeah I, i've done i've done the same thing so but there's been a few i don't that, really pay attention to rotten tomatoes yeah i don't really either i usually just go by uh, imdb but i know a lot of people go by like swear by rotten tomatoes they're like yeah, oh I tomatoes is the best i'm like no it's not <laughs> yeah i'm i, I don't really uh, i i disagree with a lot of what yeah. they say like i don't know but it, I, i'm glad that it exists like it's good to have a different opinion you know what i mean I, yeah. I like that but i don't agree with a lot of what they say yeah it's not bad to look at both and kind of you know judge it by that and they both seem both of those seem to rate rate it pretty high so it seems like it should be uh it's it's something i've heard other people recommend to me and not not through uh any of the review sites it was like personal friends that have been like hey you need to watch yeah. this like this was really good so yeah. i think uh, um so sweet home is already uh, finished uh, season one so that was available on netflix uh the other one was out in spain already so you could watch it but it's going week by week now on uh, hbo max i believe it just started airing like the in december so there's still a few more episodes left of that so i'll wait till that's over to finish to watch that but i've, I've heard good things about that mm-hmm. and uh and that's all i've got for now for now uh, anything well, uh, anything you're looking forward to or uh 
besides the list of movies so I gave you to watch? <laughs> no, it's, it, it was on the um, it was on the uh, tip of my tongue, and I've been meaning to mention it for like the past ten minutes. I was gonna say this is what I'm looking forward to when I, what I want to watch next, and I'm totally drawing a blank now. Like you were talking, I'm like, oh, all sorry. right, I'm gonna mention this at the very end of the cast, and I. Now I can I cannot remember what it was. It's fucking terrible, man. My short term memory is just totally shit these days. Yeah, and like it's crazy because like I was actually like Castle Rock was going to be on like my list of yeah, my, me too. And I had to look and that up. <laughs> I feel like time has like really like been warped like in this yeah. past you know what i mean with the uh, isolation and it just seems like every day is like five days to me yeah and like you know i mean so like yeah i'm just i'm i'm not yeah my with castle rock i think it's because we did our cast in january uh because it ended in december it really felt like it aired in march or something Uh, yeah i I think the first season had aired in march I think that's why. And then the second Maybe. season and aired in like October or something like that. Yeah. And see, yeah. I also felt that the outsider was in 2019. Yeah. Like, you you didn't for... mention that. And I was like, how are you not going to mention outsider? I was I like, that came no out like last I summer. Did, yeah. I, I did not. I did not know. Like, yeah. My like perception of time is all fucking skewed, man. Yeah. Like all fucking like my science project. That great stuff sci-fi movie yeah. um anyway well hey man it's good to see you bro yes and, good uh, talking people, to you i i guess the next cast will probably be talking about the stand uh there depending yeah, upon it should what, finish uh by mid-february weeks. so yeah i'll probably have watched uh, a few more movies that we could probably talk about uh yeah. psych psycho gorman which is uh supposed to come out on shutter but uh, it's on vod right now it's like a b uh style uh horror movie um you gotta check out the trailer for that 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 looks good and i've heard good things about that i've been waiting for that one but yeah i'll have a few things uh more to talk about by the end of february so and hopefully the stand hopefully we can do the stands well you had said that you rewatched the stand like the original miniseries so i'm thinking maybe i should probably get on yeah, I haven't finished watching it. I had started it, and I was going to do it in small chunks. And then I was hoping by the time I finished that, the other season would end. But it hasn't, so I'd watched like the first the hour. The very end, the very end was like really brutally hard for me to take. It was really bad. Yeah, we'll talk we about get... that when we get to when yeah. we get to it. So yeah, definitely. But uh, right, thanks. Yeah, thanks for joining me. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, follow us on uh, in our Facebook group and uh, check us out on uh, iTunes at uh, Fright Central. And uh, I've been Doc and uh, I am CAC. And uh, everybody, take care of yourselves and be safe. Yeah, take care. See you next time. Bye. Peace.